Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Hello and welcome to Equipped to Be. Today's topic is going to be something a little more heavy than what we have dealt with in the past, largely because there's a real spirit of heaviness across the country and really across the world. And I've been spending a lot of time with moms that are overwhelmed they're discouraged. They really feel this sense of oppression and heaviness about them. And so that's what we're going to talk about in today's podcast is how to turn heaviness into hopefulness. It is possible, but it does require intentionality and effort. There's a sense of heaviness, and I know I've addressed this in previous podcasts, but I see it getting worse. And and the reason I think this is, is because it's been such a season of endurance. It's just, it, it doesn't end. It's constant turmoil and upheaval and discrediting and marginalizing. And the price and the effort that is taking out of us to keep our homes, to keep our sanity, it's wearing us down. I talked to a mom and she was telling me, you know, just really encouraging me as someone on the front lines to know that I'm being prayed for and that we are in such an intense season. It's really not common to many of us. I mean, we joke and we, well, we started off kind of being a little lighthearted about the 2020 year, but it has quickly turned into dealing with emotions we weren't really used to dealing with before. And as I was talking with this moms, several of them said, I need help for me, like for my soul, for my heart. I'm battle worn. And that's what made me decide we're going to do this topic. We're going to go there. But why are we so heavy hearted? What's going on? Well, just kind of looking at it, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out, but you look at what's happened. We were going to slow something down for 15 days, and then it was 30 days, and we've endured lockdowns, open ups, shut down, uncertainty. We've had to experience school closures and pivoting and adjusting and disruptions. We've seen constant hypocrisy in leadership. We've seen hypocrisy from our local leaders. We've seen the craziest of bills get passed in the most recent election. And of course, the most recent election, the presidential election, has actually made us even more divided. Even in the Christian community, it's like everybody's at war with everyone and everyone's afraid to speak up. We see the violence played out and it's real. We're met with fear and trembling at the cancel culture with what do we post and how do we post it and being threatened by people to make lists of people who are on a different side. We've lost the 
decorum, the civility, the respect, the basic respect for one another. Many of the moms I speak to, literally, they just feel powerless. They've done everything they've been asked to do. The rising food prices are killing their budgets. There's just a sense of hopelessness. Let people don't care that they don't matter, that the commoner, well, they can just hang on for a little while longer. We're not done resetting the global stage. But how do we turn this heaviness into hopefulness? Well, we have to acknowledge the source of the heaviness. And I know for many of you, it's not because you're not spending time in the word. I know most of us are running to the word more than ever. And there's nothing like a trial. There's nothing like being put through the heat that makes us cling to that which we absolutely know to be true. We see Christianity. We see the isolation of church goers. We see the separation of families now. As Thanksgiving, uh, many and elected officials have told us that, okay, well, you can only have this many people at your Thanksgiving table. We're seeing an undermining of what is common sense. We're seeing things, uh, public health abused, the threat of public health. We're seeing this, and and it's almost, I watched this movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I, I think it was originally filmed in the 1940s. Ingrid Bergman was the lead actress. I don't remember the other guys, but it was called Gaslight. And I watched about half of it. It was kind of late. And I I thought about Gaslight or Gaslighting. And I thought about that in light of what we're experiencing. We're seeing things with our own eyes. We're experiencing them in our own lives. And we're being told, no, 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 no. That's not really what you're seeing, and that's not really what you're experiencing. And we start to doubt and question ourselves. And so we are running to scripture. And we are trying to have these conversations with our children, because our children don't know any different. And to be honest, many of us are walking through a lot of the struggles for the first time in our own lives. I mean, it's hard enough to get our own thoughts in check. But then we have to somehow get our kids to understand, make sense of, of the chaos. Now, I know I did the episode, I believe it was episode 36, Raising Kids in Cultural Chaos. And then the episode that I did with Wendy Speak on fasting from social media to feast on God's word. When we want to turn from the heaviness to hopefulness, We have to remove the distractions that are creating this sense of heaviness about us. I mean, if we didn't watch the news 24-7 and we didn't have all the social media apps that we were scrolling and we weren't hearing the banter back and forth, many of us would be quite happy because in the common every day, we're pretty much just living life like we were. Although we don't have the same freedoms, our life and our lifestyle has been altered depending on where you live. But when you want to turn the heaviness into hopefulness, the first thing you have to do is to turn from the distractions that are weighing you down, that are undermining the hope that you want to feel and experience, right? The other thing we have to do is ask the Lord 
for strength and endurance. This isn't going to be over soon. As a matter of fact, I don't think it's going to be over in a matter of weeks or months or even years. And that's not to discourage you. But part of enduring a race, enduring a trial, is having some sense of how long this might be lasting. And while I can't predict how long this is going to last, because originally we thought 2020, the the crisis of 2020 would only be 15 days. So we know that we're not going to be given the correct information. And I know that's what weighs a lot of you down is the fact that you can't get accurate information. You're never really quite sure who to trust. But I will tell you this, you can trust in the one who created all that there is. You can trust in the word of God, which is why I referred to my episode with Wendy Speak. If we can eliminate the distractions and start feasting and meditating, and what I like to call engrafting the word of God in our heart, we will find the hopefulness starts to return. And our mind isn't so occupied with the cares of the world. I was doing some reading this morning because I feel the same burdens you guys do. I've had a sense of heaviness and I was on a road trip the other day and literally the whole time I was driving, I was just praying. I was praying for my children, specifically by name and the specific area of struggle I knew they were dealing with. I was praying for my husband. I know the specific areas that can get him down and can discourage him and can be heavy on him. And so I was praying for him. And there were several friends that came to mind because a lot of you have asked me to pray for specific things, and I do. So I spent the whole time. And then after I was like praying for everyone else, then I thought, you know, I've got to tend to my own soul here. My, my own heart is heavy and weary. And there are times where even though I get the opportunity to speak to many, many people through the online mediums that I am involved with, my heart can get heavy and I can get discouraged. And I can actually start feel like, Lord, what difference am I really going to make? I'm not in a position of real power. I'm not part of the elite club. People don't hang on my every tweet or my every post, although some do. And I just started praying specifically, almost as if I had the words written because I did write them in my journal. And I know you guys hear me talk about journals a lot. I do write in my journals. As a matter of fact, I cracked open two new ones because I needed a new one for the podcast where I wrote a lot of my notes down in that and a personal one for me just because there are a lot of things I'm concerned for, trying to manage and juggle a lot, trying to do what I can to help my kids navigate the cancel culture, helping them to understand Where are you going for your sources? Are you fact-checking things? And are you fact-checking me? And I just started praying, just praying specifically for the areas of my heart that were weighing on me. My lack of not in God, but my faith in the fact that, God, are you going to change any of this? Sometimes I'll be saying, what chapter of Revelation are we actually living in? Sometimes I will wonder that. 
because this is really unlike anything we've walked through. And this woman who was writing me just today, as a matter of fact, just reminding me to stand firm and to stand in truth and to speak the things that God has for me to speak in the way he wants me to speak. And when somebody comes along and sideswipes me, which happens often, you know, you get a knife in your back or somebody tries to take your legs out, oh, the things they do that can discourage you, that can discourage me. It's really what led to this podcast, this episode specifically. So we're going to turn from the distractions that are weighing on you. And then you're going to ask the Lord for strength and endurance. See, God's called you to a race, and he wants you to finish it well. Ask the Lord for strength and endurance, because he's called you to a race, and he wants you to finish it well. And he will equip you to do that. He, will, he has equipped you with courage. He has a, equipped you with strength. He has equipped you with boldness. The wisdom side means, when do I speak and when do I be quiet? When do I tend to the matters of my home and I let somebody else fight the battles on the battlefield? Because warriors and soldiers, they have to refuel and refresh themselves. And moms, you have to do the same thing. You're parenting in a very difficult season. You've got to remember that you are born for such a time as this. I know one mom said to me, she doesn't know how she's going to raise her kids in all of this. How is she going to raise honest kids with character and integrity when those are the qualities that are so mocked and made fun of? And I'm like, because you're not doing it for people. We don't live our life to please men. We live our lives. We teach our children and our children need to know why we're doing what we're doing because it brings honor and glory to him. And that he tells our children to honor your father and mother, that it may be well with you. Next, you got to remember to guard your mind from the attacks of the enemy. Like I was mentioning, you're going to be attacked. We're seeing it left and right. Many people are leaving social media. Oh, a lot are heading over to Parlor, and you can find me there and MeWe. And there's so many different platforms out there. It's perfect for that person who has the skill or the vision to create and innovate something from all this disruption. That's a, that's a great thing. There's some hope right there. That we're not bound to the platforms that were offered. There can always be something new. But you have to guard your mind from the attacks within your household and within your own mind. Those attacks are real. And there was a time recently that I was sleeping and I woke up screaming, but I really wasn't screaming, but I was screaming in my mind because something awful was happening. When I finally came to, I reached over and grabbed my husband's arm and he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I just woke up very afraid. I, I just felt this sense of, of darkness and heaviness and I got afraid. And once I touched his arm and I realized, oh, okay, that was, that was a dream. Then I was able to settle back down and go to sleep. But we have to get rid of the heaviness and replace it with hopefulness. We have to bathe our mind and realize that this battle that you and I are in, it's, it's not against flesh and blood. I know it seems like it. 
I know many of you are actually getting in arguments with your friends because your convictions are a certain way and, and your friends aren't. And you could be lifelong friends. And you're trying to measure your words carefully so that you do safeguard and protect that friendship. And that's wise to do. But you've got to keep bringing yourself back to the truth that this isn't a battle between flesh and blood. It's a spiritual battle. And with this spiritual battle requires a physical action on our parts. We don't just sit back. We have to be actively engaged in protecting and keeping the hearts and minds of our children, on teaching our children that God is the one who fights our battles. But he does require of us sometimes to speak out and sometimes to be quiet, but always to be on our knees. And I was reading Isaiah 520. Woe to those who draw iniquity with cords of falsehood, who draw sin as with cart ropes. And then Isaiah 522. Woe to those who acquit the guilty for a bribe and deprive the innocent of what is right. You know, God's word, those are in scripture for a reason, because they do happen. A lot of what we see happening, we haven't really seen quite so blatant before, but we're seeing it. People who get away with crimes, real crimes, serious crimes, and there's a reward, a kickback, influence peddling. I've been in politics. I actually was a political strategist. For a campaign. And believe it or not, I mean, we were attacked bad. But I never heard the word influence peddling before. So here I am, you know, what age are you when you learned about influence peddling? I didn't really, I kind of knew the concept. I just didn't know the actual term. It's in God's word because it's not new. Yes, we just repackage things and we slap a new label on it. But it's still the same, corruption, evil, evil abounds. But God says this in 1 Peter 5, 7, Cast all your cares on him, for he cares for you. Mom, just like I said, cast all your cares on him, for he cares for you. And I will say he cares for your children and your marriage. He cares about your friendships. He cares about your heart. He cares about the heaviness that you're carrying around. And he wants you to replace that heaviness by putting on the full armor of God every day. And why does that matter? Because you're in a battle. And some of us aren't used to that battle. We talk about it. Our kids have learned about putting on the full armor of God before. We're familiar with that terminology. What does it actually mean and how do we actually do it? Well, when we put on the full armor of God, we're strong in the Lord and we have the power of his might. And the full armor of God helps us to stand against the wiles of the devil. And yeah, remember I said this is a spiritual battle because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. And that's found in Ephesians six twelve but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So the action when we are in a spiritual battle, we're under attack that requires a physical action. God tells us in verse 13 to take up 
the whole armor of God. I especially love that. There's the action. By osmosis, you're not going to just get rid of heaviness. Your hope is not going to be renewed and have this sense of hopefulness because you read some great tweets or memes or Instagram posts or stories. The action that's going to get rid of the heaviness is when you physically and mentally take up the whole armor of God. You can't just run out with a sword. You've got to have the shield. You've got to be prepared with the gospel. Having done all of that, you can stand in the evil day because you've girded your waist with truth and you've put on the breastplate of righteousness and you've shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel and you've taken the shield of faith which will help you to quench all the fiery darts that are thrown your way. And you want to take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. Those are the word of God. And you want to pray always and all things. And the other action that you have to take is to be watchful with all perseverance and supplication. We can't be idle We can't wait around. We can't hope things are going to get better. We're going to get rid of the heaviness and we're going to replace it with hopefulness when we take action. Because in Jeremiah 29, 11, God says, For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, plans for peace and well-being. And then in Hebrews 6, 19, God says, This hope, which is a confident assurance that we have an anchor of the soul, It cannot slip or break down. God's word is that anchor that keeps us grounded. So when we are backstabbed or ridiculed or marginalized or we're discouraged or we're talked about or we're lied to, we're still able to stand. To be hope-filled is an action that we take. It's an action that will change your perspective your approach, your attitude. But in God's word, he always, always tells us what we have to lay down and what we have to pick up. And to get rid of heaviness, you've got to lay down. You've got to avoid. You've got to minimize. You've got to reduce the distractions. You've got to ask the Lord for strength and endurance. You've got to remember you were born for such a time as this. You've got to guard your mind from the attacks of the enemy. Don't give it opportunity to take hold in your thoughts and your mind, because that'll take you down quickly emotionally. And remember, the battle isn't against your friends. It's not within the members of your household. This is a spiritual battle that requires physical action. So armor up, friends. Armor up. And remember, God is the one who fights our battles. God is the one who removes the heaviness and replaces it with true hopefulness. Hopefulness that, one, this isn't our home. We're here for a while. Hopefulness that he has called people, maybe you, to be on the front lines, to be the one who speaks up 
Maybe he's called you to be the one who's on your knees praying for those that are trying to speak up and make a difference. There's no right or wrong place to be. It's where does God have you? And then pursue it with all diligence and be faithful and obedient today. And then tonight, go to bed. You'll be exhausted. And then get up in the morning and start again. Rinse and repeat, right? But I want you to realize this heaviness is not just you. It's a universal heaviness. And it is greater than what most of us have ever had to endure because it's coming at us from all different directions. As we enter the holiday season of Thanksgiving and Christmas, seasons of joy and remembrance, Thanksgiving is probably my favorite holiday because it's about family. And our family will be getting together this year, just like we always do. There will be, I guess, a greater sense of Thanksgiving that we do have each other and we have each other's backs and we're always looking out for each other. And then with Christmas, you know, what Christmas represents, and we'll do some more episodes just on that, but remember You are called for such a season as this, and God will equip you for all that he has for you to do today, and that's all you need is today. And then tomorrow, he's going to give you all that you need for tomorrow. So be of good courage. Be of good cheer. It's not over. And we're not talking about the election. We're not talking about the pandemic. We're just talking about the the battle that we are in, the heart and soul of our country, but really the heart and soul of our kids the strength and endurance of our families, that our families are a witness. God is still on the throne, and he is still working in and through you and me. And we need to pray for one another and encourage one another. So friends, I hope this was a blessing to you. I hope you do have a sense of hopefulness and gratefulness for what you have and that God is still active and living, and he is working in us. If y'all have any questions, I know many of you will either find me on Instagram, and you'll message me over there, or you'll find me on Facebook, and you'll direct message me there. You can email me. You can go to my website at ConnieAlberts.com, and I have a PDF for you on fear, so you can download that as well. And sign up for my newsletter But make sure you subscribe. I I know that I've said this a lot, and I am so grateful because Equipped to Be is just growing ever so slowly, or just it's growing as God wants it to grow. Some say fast, some say slow. I'm not the measurer of that. God is. I just know that every day I have to get up and get my mind ready for this and do exactly what I'm telling you to do. And on the other side, when your kids are grown, and you've got and built these enormous relationships, and your kids may wrestle and struggle along the way, they'll still be looking to you for strength and support and affirmation as you point them continually back to the Lord. So friends, have a great, great day. Until next time, remember you are equipped to be. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.